Good evening, folks. Welcome to Garblad Games. It's me, Millie, um, and I've got four friends to play some aliens with because I've conned them into dying in space with me. Yay. So hard. So difficult. So difficult to die in aliens, especially, um, <laughs> especially in uh, a cinematic that is deliberately written to murder everybody. Um, um, yes, thank you very much what? for joining us. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Cinematics. They're all written to kill everybody. Oh, I know, don't worry. All the cinematics, like like this is one. This is a cinematic um, written by um, Drew Gasker by Free League. It's part of the the whole sort of what is it? Chariot of the Gods, Destroyer of Worlds, Heart of Darkness. Um, all of them are written to to murder your characters, like an Aliens film. Yep. There might be one or two survivors, um, but. Um, what is it that Ash says? Um, you have my condolences. But anyway, um, before we before we kick off, um, let's say hello to everybody. So where should we start? I haven't seen you for ages, Leon. How are you? Okay. Yeah, you're sorry. We haven't played in ages and ages and ages. I think, it, I think the last game would have been The Expanse. I know, right? It's, yeah, well. That's a while ago. That, what the last time we played was. Alien uh, wasn't a stream game. No, it wasn't. No, oh gosh, actual games. Remember them? Oh wow. Um, but you're well, yeah. Yes. And you're excited to die in space. Yes. No, no, no one's gonna die. <laughs> no one's gonna die. Everybody's gonna, gonna be, be fine. fine. We're yeah. gonna be fine. We're all gonna be fine. Um, are, are we sure? Because Simon's here. How are you doing, Simon? I'm really good. You've got a reputation for just murdering people at the end yeah, of yeah, yeah. an aliens thing. I think. I think my. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think my, my mission is to choose when I die uh, oh, okay. and not let you choose that for me. Oh, okay. But, but just my, for your character, mission. right? Yeah, not our characters character. as well. Oh, you can you guys can die whenever you like. Don't mind. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so glad he's not the pilot. <laughs> Bonk. Ben, uh, how do you feel about, about your options? Yeah. I never once died in an alien game. I always survive, um, particularly when playing scientifically minded characters. They last the longest in my ex Oh, no, wait, the other thing. I was getting confused. I was like, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Thingy with the scar. Can't Didn't be. start with a scar. No, no. No, not with a scar, but definitely ended with several. Um, and, and Pete. Last Hello. seen flying a, a Cheyenne into a volcano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Bit better since the volcano, yeah. Uh, although the, the 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 overlay looks slightly similar with the fiery death. Um, looking forward to it. This is going to be cool. I love oh. Alien. Cool. Look, um, uh, have we started a murder poll? Because chat is already talking about one. Tell me to put a poll on. We've got two votes for Pete already, and then me to follow Pete as a vote as well. I love this confidence in the in the characters. Uh, the last time when I my character last died, right, I was taking one for the team, so Pete survived longer. I'm just I'm just saying, one of us is going to get it. So, well, I don't. Going to be fine. I don't. Are think... you saying it's my turn this time, Simon? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I love it. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying um, nothing. I think the poll speaks volumes. All right. So um, this is a, a cinematic, um, but uh, we do have groats. Um, so like we did last time we played Aliens, are we going to 
just nicks that if you haven't had the the reroll points, you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna just talk. Really or maybe slowly. I'll preamble a little bit while I wait for someone not in the chat. Rerolls, yeah. pre-rolls, yeah, yeah. Pre-rolls, not pre-rolls, not rerolls. All right, okay, cool. So we'll establish that. Um, and was there? Um, if we roll um, a face hugger, are we still allowed yeah. to re-roll? Because normally you wouldn't be able to push that roll. So can no, we use a chat re-roll no. for that? Are we all right with that? Yeah. I can, I'm waiting for chat to be like, no, I'll take all my groats, have them all. <laughs> well, you could, you could probably do that. You could probably say you have to spend all of your groats, all your entire your... amount of your groats. If you dump your entire account Ooh. of groats. <gasps> Can you can you can you re-roll a single face hugger? Oh, I don't know whether we've got any groats set up to do that. Give us your uh, give us your entire groats. Oh, I'd have to keep clicking over and over again. To add you could do custom amounts, can't you? Uh, oh, no, that's only just, in. That's only just saying it. All right, no. I'm just saying it. If someone if someone really wants to, they could literally like just take everything. Just just take my groats. Uh, if if you really want to do that, folks. Um, I, I'm quite happy to have no re-rolls <gasps> at all. All right. All it's alien, man. All hard it's mode. Alien. We right. could just do it hard mode. No, no. I like I like the groats and I like the re-rolls okay. because sometimes they're really fun. I think, I think really it's nice fun. for them to, yeah. Sometimes they're really fun. Um, and then sometimes the dice still hate you anyway and it is just, just as hilarious. Gordo, man. Gordo. Um, oh, God, anyway, right. Okay, with that out the way, um, we're going to play Heart of Darkness. This is a published um, cinematic. So if you're going to be playing Heart of Darkness um, with your friends, uh, as much as I want you to hang around, you can't because there are going to be some massive spoilers. Um, uh, I- just stay and watch. Oh, okay. Just stay and watch. Um, stay and watch. Fine. Okay. Um, so this is a cinematic, which means it's it's not like um, the the Frontier War campaign. Everybody here has got a pre-generated character that they uh, picked from a list of seven, and everybody here has also got like secret agendas to kind of you know do some things, promote skulking around, maybe shenanigans and so on. Um, it does tie in with the other other. Um, cinematics so if you've played them there are definitely things in here um, and also uh, folks who followed the frontier war or played it themselves or read the colonial marines books there are things in here i was like oh, 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 oh. excited about it so um be prepared for that as well uh but shall we begin all right so um you are an international science team handpicked by Wayland Yutani to investigate a new form of life. It's a survey sample and assay job, uh, but one you were offered book deals, benefits, university tenures, lots and lots of money to accept. Uh, you hastily, uh, you hastily contracted and then transported to the outer rim aboard an understaffed plasma trawler called. I don't want to say the name because um, I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, Cetrahina. Is that right? Cetrahina? Yeah, that'll do. Um, after a three month cryo sleep, uh, you arrived at your destination. The viewport shield slides uh, open and a swirling whirlpool of pitch black greets you, uh, set against a starry backdrop. 
The ravenous mass gulps torrents of plasma from two unraveling orange globes that were once dwarf stars. This is 26 Draconis, a restricted system that's home to the Ablasan back hole. A powerful singularity is consuming both the planets in its path, the system's two remaining stars, and whatever life they found out here in all that. You're headed for Erebus, an orbiting whale in Yutanami, plasma trolling platform, and restarge station. You assemble on the observation deck for hot coffee, which is the only good thing on the ship, and the breathtaking view. The ship's bishop-type android, Gray, quietly places an activated modular computer device on the desk. Uh, and he, he looks over at um, Pete's character, Luger, um, and says, from the company, I'm told. Uh, the module splutters into life, projecting a holographic antique desk before the viewport. And a familiar looking gentleman peers out from behind the monolithic furniture. He resembles the ship's android gray, only a little older and a bit more tired. Um, the man looks right through you and smiles. You look confused, probably wondering why a synthetic is sitting behind a mahogany desk. Understandable. I'm not a bishop android. I created them. I'm Michael Bishop, company director of special projects. And I'm recording this August 7th, the year of our Lord, 2185, the morning of your departure from Gateway Station. Mr. Bishop's hologram stands before the viewport, gesturing towards the black hole. Magnificent, isn't she? Living in that swirling plasma soup is a xeno-extremophile. They're calling it Hasselden Lights. The lights fit all the criteria for life. They may even be intelligent. Erebus observed them swarming around a significant meteoric mass in the plasma field, so he gave the green light to anchor the meteor to the station for study. Erebus' science officer, ah, uh, name is, um, and he looks down for a moment. Clerk. Clerk will brief you more on that when you arrive. Now a couple of safety concerns. First, Erebus is a Weyland Yutani prison worksite. 99 constricted uh, convicts. Warden Douglas strikes and his android officers maintain order. Just don't wander off alone. Ah, second, that black hole puts out electromagnetic energies that can scramble your brain, uh, like staying awake during FTL, but much worse. If you feel depressed or paranoid, talk to Dr. Lark, and he gestures to uh, one of the folks sat one amongst you. If you start feeling anything extreme, uh, report to the station's medical officer, Webb. He's got the meds to help. Now about these lights. How smart are they? Is there a pattern to their flashes? Are they trying to communicate with us? What exploitable properties do they exhibit? Bishop shakes his head and laughs. Think of all we can learn from them. I only wish I could be there with you. Uh, good luck. And uh, Gray deactivates the, um, the device. Um, and it probably hands it to um, your character, Leon hands it over to um, Ajiri, because this is like the point where you would maybe take over. So do you want to tell us like what about, about Ajiri and, and what their role is here? Uh, Dr. Tetsu Ajiri. I'm a radio biologist. I've been a company career person for quite a while, led lots of other sort of science projects and uh I'm now basically in command of the science side of this because this is a very, very good opportunity to see some incredibly exciting 
new science discoveries, all those sorts of things. So yes, I'm very cool, collected as a person. I have a calming presence that I uh, try to keep everyone calm and sensible and level-headed. And I'm very pleased to be working with this crew. I've looked over some of their stuff and they all seem very good experts in their fields. So I think we should we should all work very well together. All right. So while um, while Ajiri is obviously doing some sort of safety brief or just going through some of the the protocols, how does how do you feel like Luger, Pete, your character? Because this is your ship, but they've taken over. These science guys love to talk, so I'll let I'll let them just talk, do his stuff. I'm I'm kind of checking what I can from where we are on the status of the the ship because there's a dirty great black hole out there. So I want to make sure everything's okay, that we're not getting drawn in or anything, even like any kind of, you know, minute adjustments. I'm just trying to sort of keep an eye. And every now and then I'm, I'm sort of walking around behind him, like checking things and then going up and turning around and nodding, you know, when I'm saying uh, particularly safety points, that kind of thing. But yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So just, just sort of like, no, this is still my turf, but also like, yeah, but I'm on team. Yeah, and kind of like um, slightly bored competence. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, com- good. You know, do you th- I'm, I'm checking the ship. You know, there's important stuff, that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, one of the folks taking in this this briefing, listening uh, along, um, how is uh, Navare? How are they taking it, Simon? Tell us about your character as well. So, uh, so Navar, Navar, it's yeah. got to be Navar. Navar, so okay. Yeah, so Navar is um, has basically spent most of his his time uh, lab based. Um, he literally lives in a lab. Uh, he doesn't go out in fields. He doesn't get all all involved in that kind of stuff. Um, he is the if Navar says it's true, it's true, and he can prove it. And you can ask him any question about it, and he will show you the facts. And that's why Navar is here. So, how- so he he's just taking in all the information that he's just been given. And is he is he like making notes or is he just just um oh he's definitely scribbling he's scribbling all right scribbling stuff he's down. got he's got one of those little 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 pencils that you can see he used to be like that big but he won't give it up until it's using every it's every ounce of every, pencil yeah, yeah 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 and you probably can't read his notes because he writes that way then that way then that way oh, okay all over the page all right um there's not just these folks here. There is a, a like a crew of seven on um, Ajiri's team. Um, we have uh, Sajad, who is part of the security detail. Um, they're they're sat probably close to Navar, um, uh, maybe looking over some some specs um, uh, and going through a pack. And they have a lot of um, what we we would recognize from from aliens PDTs um, going through them. And you can see she's as the she sort of looks. She's like programming names into them, um, leaning forwards, looking down across like people's name tags. Um, she's she's kind of putting that all together. Um, there is uh, uh, Jen. Um, um, a few folks might know him already. He's called Henstrom. Um, he is from the um, the uh, Gihold Institute. Uh, there has already been jokes or, or at least a little bit of scuttlebutt because when, when he was boarding, he um, definitely Luger would probably have noticed it. Um, he actually has a prison 
prisoner barcode on the the back of his neck, just uh, just at the top of his collar. Um, and so the, there's probably been a bit of like, is he, is he a convict? What, what's going on with him? Um, but he is. Um, he sat there. Um, he's he's taking in notes, filling out um, uh, a little bit of of information on his pads, just like uh, Navarre. Um, Lark, who was the the psychologist, um, stood at the back. Um, everybody's aware. This is not a secret. Um, she is a, a Hyperdyne Systems um, 770 synthetic uh, running the, the psychologist program. Sent along because obviously as a synthetic, she's not going to be um, uh, troubled by the black hole or the radiation or anything that comes from there. She's just going to be a calm, consistent psychologist for you all. So if you do feel a little bit wobbly, she um, she's always always open for for conversation um and yeah so there's also um gray who is the bishop model um, and they um they've worked with uh, luga for some time and they are you know doing the typical serviced android stuff um making sure everybody's got water maybe passing around trays of cornbread or whatever comes up when you get straight out of hypersleep. Um, he's gone to make sure there's another pot of coffee on the go kind of thing. Um, and he's perfectly content to just do as he's told. Very seldom will he, will he do anything uh, without being kind of recommended to. So we sit, um, uh, we go through the briefing, uh, how strict is your your uh, safety briefing? Is it quite relaxed, or is it like pay attention and these are the rules? It's pay attention. Like this is this is very important stuff. Processes and proper procedure is incredibly important to a jury. Like there are a reason these rules are in place. Like they have been crafted and evolved over the times of people doing something wrong. The reason you are told not to walk down a staircase with hot coffee is someone has fallen and spilt it at some point. It wasn't just dreamed up out of nowhere. These these rules exist for a reason. Okay. So yeah. we, we, um, we take this all in. Um, and then uh, once it's concluded, maybe like, is it a long briefing? You're going to keep them from their breakfast? No, I know everyone should be mostly aware. A lot of it's going to be probably directed like with eye contact at Hedenstrom. Cause I don't think he's taking this stuff particularly seriously. Um, Navarre and Drabikowski, I trust cause they, they know what they're doing in like sciencey things. Uh -huh. Luger doesn't really need to hear it. So, okay, all right. Um, so, I'm not impressed Navarre doesn't write in standard issue notebooks uh, because they are designed to then be filed away in a correct filing cabinet for ease of finding <laughs> and then for data entry points. So, he, he doesn't have to. There is no official policy that says he has to use standard company issue notebooks, but it would make it easier for the rest of us if he did. Okay, okay. Um, when the the briefing is concluded, um, everybody's sort of left to to move off into their own um, uh, own morning, own pre cryo sleep uh, arrangements. Um, is there anything anybody does first? Is there any, or is it is it all following Luger to the to the bridge and that kind of stuff? Gonna yeah. Just gonna grab my coffee and my jack and go head up. Pull my flight suit on and everything and then get up the front and check everything's okay. 
yeah, so we we head up. Um, we glance everything's in the in like the wake up cycle of the um the bridge. Um, we we roll back like the um the blast shields, like as we've been been moving through FTL. Um, and yeah, you can see see pretty much what you saw on the on the briefing deck earlier. Um, this this massive kind of red corona this picture behind us um, with the shadow of uh, Erebus um, just sort of hanging there um, every now and again uh, as you we make this sort of um, move in you can see that there are like repositioning jets like something will fire on one part of the the, sh the station just to sort of shift it so we can try and maintain a kind of safe distance from the crushing black hole it's harvesting things from um and this one kilometer uh, long station sort of pinned in this corona kind of looks small and like a toy as we sort of focus on it um is there anything you particularly want to check over you're gonna I just do all the standard kind of make sure there's nothing venting. Check mm -hmm. the the um, if I can get any information on the station as we're you know coming towards it. Um, make sure there's no proximity alarms, any rogue asteroids flying drawn in by the you know that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, um, local space stuff. Local space stuff, yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, let's make the first roll of the um the game then let's make a contact roll oh i can do that yeah i can do that uh one success okay. so as you you sort of um bring up all the data you sit down in your your well-worn pilot's captain's chair um you you look over the the information that's coming up uh first thing that sort of springs to your your like when you're approaching gateway or any of the other sort of major stations there's normally like a you know um this is gateway please confirm your approach um you're gonna fly manual or would you like to take um you know an automatic approach that kind of stuff all you've got here is the automated docking beacon um just like this constant kind of Stream telemetry backwards and forwards to you and the ship um, to let you know where the where you are in relation to the to the docking queue um, and that kind of stuff. Um, also, like the station. Any communications from the station? No, no verbal communication. Nothing other than the automated um, docking beacon. Okay. Nothing, um, which makes you maybe kind of look out the window, and there it doesn't seem to be like many lights on it. There's no, um, you know, no movement. Ajiri, can you come up front, please? Uh, yeah, what's I'll, up, I'll like, I'll, um, I'll con the station. Mm -hmm. Sure. Are you, um, um, this is a uh, Luga on the Ceterahina. Um, just coming in for approach, got your automatic docking beacon. Just to let you guys know that loud clang you're about to hear is us docking. Uh, you wait 10, 20, 30 seconds, no response, no reply. Um, as you get a bit closer, you can see that there are, it looks like there's been uh, a couple of dings to the station. It looks a little bit, um, 
like it's maybe took some meteor hits or or something's crashed into it um but nothing nothing that should be out of the ordinary like you know it's in the i think uh, i'm not getting anything from the station i think the com relays down looks like they've taken a few strikes no doubt the gravity well here's uh well we can all see so uh yeah they must take the odd hit um just bringing it just bring it into dock. We've got the auto docking. Um, everyone prepare for docking. Please uh, find somewhere to sit down. Hold on. Put your coffee down. We're going in. Um, so we, um, as we get within maybe a kilometer, maybe, you know, 1,500 meters of, of Erebus, quite close in terms of like space um the main concourse you can see like a whole section of the station just lights up like this central section lights up um and a docking point um begins to extend from a, a point um uh quite low on the lower decks like the lower down a docking point begins to extend um giving the option of either making the the dock or um Attaching to the to the umbilical that it's extending, but still well, no no. Clearly, like... they're com clearly just the com relays down, and they're doing their part. So I'm going to fly in and dock with the. I mean, they're close, next to a black hole. Their ship, the station is going to take some hits. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go in and dock to the the welcoming extending docking tunnel. Okay, so um. You you begin to to maneuver, um, and as you do, um, you realise um, Luger probably is like shit. I got distracted by it being quiet, and I was gonna look for those meteors. Shit, because the proximity alarm goes just starts blaring. Um, the stabilising thrusters on Erebus um, begin to fire, um, shifting her one way. The harvester, your ship, lurches the other way. Um, and then as you sort of move it around, um, the the black hole itself almost um, reaching out to try and pull you in. Um, consoles, uh, bleep, everything uh, goes crazy. Um, I need a couple of things. I need a piloting role from Luger uh, and a mobility role from everybody else. <laughs> This is where I kill everybody in the first 10 minutes. This is how I win. <laughs> this is how I win Alien, folks. So, it's been a while since I played a free league game. So, I'm okay. going to check I've got this right. So, I've got three agility. So, I get three dice and three mobility. So, I get another three dice. You do. Yep. And yeah. sixes. And sixes are what and we're after. Only there. sixes count. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two successes. I mean, I have got eight dice, so I, did, I thought, you know, I should get a couple. Are we in zero G? No, unfortunately not. One success, or is that a one, Simon? One success. Oh, okay. Um, unfortunately, we're not in zero G. We are in the artificial gravity of our, um, our ship. All right, so we we swing the, the harvester around just so it can dock um, and move towards... Um, the ship we quickly realize however that we aren't gonna make this a nice landing as much as we want um maneuvering in the the proximity of this 
black hole is uh, not going to be as, as friendly as we want. Um, so we have a couple of, um, couple of options. Um, if, if the top, like this bit near me, this bit up here, if this is like yep. A, and then yep. all the way down there goes um, lower down the alphabet, we've got a couple of options. We've got deck E which is, you know, around, which you think from, from obviously you folks have, will have seen the, um, the, the specs, the, the plan for Erebus, um, somewhere around the, the supply and quarters. Um, mm -hmm. The other option is F, which is somewhere down here um, that you might be aware is near the cell blocks. And we can... Um, jump into there mm. um mm. or a little bit lower than that they have these and you can see them sort of sticking out um down here they have the mm -hmm. trawling arms which scoop up the plasma and it, its original purpose is to like refine plasma and charge like plasma batteries and that kind of stuff we can crash into trawling arm um one crash into trawling arm one that doesn't sound like a great option i mean uh, we're, we're in a corona we're in a, of a, uh, of yeah a I, know, I know i know with two dwarf stars. which one do i think which one uh, with a quick Nevada? summary do i think is like safer um see what uh give us an observation roll because you got two successes didn't you yeah you invent yeah. some prisoners <laughs> No, it's just with observation. Now there is one success. One success. All right. Yeah. Um. So um. Is you you kind of look down the cell blocks would probably be a good idea because they're you know at least connected to the main hub and you could then that kind of stuff. However, you notice that there is some sort of red glow going on over there so perhaps they're already having their own problems um the supplies and quarters further up um is connected to the main station by its zero g um shoot and along that are many many um i, I keep thinking of them as titanic bulkhead kind of things like okay um safety procedures so there's this bit yep. and this bit and they've mm -hmm. got bulkheads and you can create like airlocks to go down okay. it in emergencies yeah. um and then um the trawling arm you could probably crash into it and make a short eva jaunt to the nearest airlock no i'm gonna go up the top okay. i'm not gonna let these scientists do a quick eva jaunt uh, outside with a black hole okay um, <laughs> so we, we throw like thrusters on and um drive and warn everybody to buckle in um so Ben I'm laughing because this is the most fun piloting I've done in about 10 years. I've been flying plasma trawlers for fucking ages and I'm a really good pilot. So I'm really enjoying it. And people might think I'm slightly crazy. Nice. Luga just laughing as they yeah. sort of <laughs> crash into this. Um, Ben, what does um and I I silently curse you for picking the most complicated name out of all the crew. Um it is traditional. Darabowski. Darabowski. Rab. Jabikovsky. Jabikovsky. What do What do they think of this situation? Because we haven't we haven't really seen them yet. They got this wrong with pilots. They are not particularly talented, or something. 
I suppose it's difficult with lots of space objects around. Ah, probably not compensating for gravitic anomalies and shifting planes of elliptical. Fair. They just strap in, finish sipping their coffee, and prepare for crash. Uh, I might go up and offer to assist. Actually, oh, you push your uh, way. Captain. Captain, do you require any assist for telemetry or computer operation? Too late. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> and, um, as Luger shouts this out, like we feel the the whole of the Zetarafina um, uh, like slam into uh, Erebos. It rocks. There is this groaning, this horrible noise. Um, automatic like fire suppression kicks off across the whole of this ship in here like alarms going off gray gets up and is like i shall attend to this situation walk somewhere following a protocol they've been um sent to do uh hellstrom the the chap with the prison tattoo who you know we we know is a bit of a, a lad is is sort of like sat there going oh my god 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 kind of thing um um lark is like please everybody be calm deep breaths going through like the the psychologist uh, synth is telling you how to make deep breathing exercises and that kind of stuff um and sajid she's just like she got hold of her straps she's got her feet planted on the floor just like okay yeah okay you know that kind of thing is there as we sit around in the area um it all sort of slams. We eventually kind of come to a rest where uh, our captain is is um, uh, picked, um, and eventually we we stop. Like the the inertia sort of wears off. We come to rest, um, and then it's it's quiet. I'll hit the com. We're here. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it, everybody? Right. Thanks for that, Luger. Yeah. Grab his stuff. Uh, see you at the airlock. Can I go okay. find Webb? We, we're, we're immediately like, excellent. We're going to dive out. Excellent. Great. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so, Gray, um, Gray is going to like come towards you, Luger, and be like, um, I will um, stay and assess the damage to the ship unless you have better uh, suggestions, Captain. That damage is a bit of a strong word, but yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, uh, and and we is there anything specifically we're we're going to be taking here? Because we've crashed into the um, the what are we what are we crashed into the um supplies area this is not like a, a traditional sort of place to dock um so we are gonna is there anything we're particularly gonna hit cutting up torch <laughs> yeah okay cutting torches yep, yep. Um, i've got my maintenance jack as well okay cool are you taking my uh flashlight med kit and a radiation detector okay cool yeah good plan so yeah so it's where i'm assuming web is here is Webb Web on the station or is Webb here? Webb is on the station. Webb is the, yeah, yeah. Medical the officer. Erebus on the med on the like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to remember where it was. Yeah. yeah. Um I suspect that uh someone will be coming down to meet us because they probably must have heard us crash. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did let them know that we were heading in, you know, and they they nearly flipped their station anyway. So you know, mm. that was probably the best we were going to get. So um, they could be experiencing problems adjusting mm. to gravity as well. Yeah. Oh, it's spiky. It's really spiky. It's really cool. Yes, don't, don't surprise. If you look at the mathematics of this area, it's very interesting. Look, I can show you. You just start doing maths on a, on a PDF. More, I, I tell you what, though, um, Drabby Kovsky, it's more art than science, mate, flying one of these things in Look, one of those fields. Yes, math is art also. You know, uh, fractal, uh, Fibonacci sequence, uh, yeah, yeah, that plant thing. In... That plant thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we make our way through through the ship. Um, there are a number of readings and um, sections of the ship are not impressed with our landing. Um, we get down to the to the um, uh, not impressed with our landing. I know. Um, it's that or in the black hole. <laughs> I know this. You know this. The ship is also not impressed. Okay, that's what I tell people. It was that or in the black hole. Yeah. Um, so we make our way down to the airlock. Um, as we sort of um, move forwards and we look into, we've sort of um, like breached into the storage area of um, the the E-deck. Um the outside um atmospherics they're not re it's not reading an atmosphere kind of thing so there is going to be an element of of eva to go from here to one of the the sealed parts of of erebus but their eva training i need refreshes okay i want to reiterate everyone's to be careful we're not meant to be in this section of the ship so they could be overhanging cargo crates and also remember to be aware this is a prison ship so if they are having troubles then there could be issues with that but i expect it's just normal they've been having trouble with the gravity that have heard us crash and hopefully people will be coming down to come meet us uh, ideally uh the warden himself and uh, maybe clerk who we're here to see uh it's probably a good idea if we buddy up on the eva just so we've always got someone watching you and uh that's what we tend to do on the ship so mm -hmm. get your buddy and uh I grab Navarre. Grab Navarre. Buddy up with Kofsky, you're with me. Of course, Doctor. Um and the other uh, is a doctor, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or is he a I'm, professor? I have the biggest hat of all the doctors. I'm the most well, important doctor. You say so, but I am also cold though. Colonel Doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and you the other find that, uh, oh, uh, it's um, uh, it, the, the more senior doctor has the bigger beard. I think it's just straight up. I do not think that is how it works, although my grandmother might agree with you. That's <laughs> what someone might say if they didn't have any beard. Um, so Jid, she just laughs and like starts checking over folks um, like as they're putting on the UVA, she starts checking over them, like buckling things up and, and being like, no, not like this. Put the boots on after the, you know, that kind of stuff and helping, helping those who've never done like EVA or never left their lab, um, put on the, put on the suits. Um, I've please, absolutely, I've absolutely no idea. That's why I grabbed Navarre because I yeah. thought I know how to put an EV, I know how to put a spacesuit on and Navarre doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I will be making some notes though. Oh, good. <laughs> After. Mm. Yeah. Um, Put your gloves on. <laughs> Um, and and yeah we we work our way through um putting our suits on um curious that and i i guess it would especially in this situation there has been no contact from erebus like you know you can't even see like um lights yeah there's no there's no lights there's no like hey you've shortwave now you're in our range You've messed up our storage deck. Can a PDAC connect to a mainframe remotely? Because um, I know it's like got retro 80s aesthetic, yeah. so I'm yeah. never entirely sure where... I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that Wi-Fi. What side think, of the line yeah. it falls on. Yeah. I don't think you, need to plug, do. you need to plug things into things. Yeah. Or at the very least, for the first time, plug it in to get whatever operating system this one is in. Because mm. there could be grand swathes of like you've been only in um cryo for three months but what if you'd been in cryo for six months or 12 months or six years yeah. to get here you would be massively outdated or they've massively like, like there must be mm-hmm. every time you plug in a patch to upload for whatever that kind of stuff. and obviously you don't have the data plan to do it over wi-fi or um 3g obviously data plan. <laughs> yeah i mean there must be a reason for it um mm. So we we suit up. Erebus has been silent, and we um, we begin the decompression. Ooh, and somebody sneezes. That was, Who, that was Hellstrom. Who's armed? Who's armed? I'll just, I've got. I'll pat my pistol on my on my belt. Um, this is a prison base, yeah, and it's on the edge of a black hole. And a, there were some um, meteorite or debris strikes on the exterior. We haven't had any contact from them. So everyone, keep your eyes peeled. Like if you see anything that's weird, like people acting funny, mm-hmm. then get on the group comms and let everybody know. Yeah, um, Sam, Sajid, Sajad, even um, she's got a, a supernova dual action shotgun. <laughs> she's like, yeah, close encounters. <laughs> Um, and she's also she's also got an ape suit. Actually, she's probably not wearing the same um, suit. Jeez, yeah, she's wow. So we've got any weapons? No, 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 all. Yes, <laughs> I, oh, do. I have pistol. Um, yeah, we are scientists, Lugo. It's like we have security detail to take care of those mm-hmm. sort of things. But yes, I have pistol. Yeah, she is um, uh, a close protection operative. She's geared up. Um, she is also, um, as she's checking you over, she will distribute um pdt bracelets to you all she she's got like your your location um mm-hmm. um and she's she's like this will work don't go too far um but this will keep you uh, i'll know where you are if you're within a uh, hundred meters of me so um don't go too far but you don't have to um stay uh that close and she looks at, at lark like don't- you don't have to stay that close and pushes lark to the back of the yeah. Yeah, but nobody go wandering off, all right? Yeah. Like, I've got to take you all back, and I have to count you all back on the ship. I don't want anyone wandering off and getting sucked into a black hole. So no, that is not listen to an old... Black hole is not actually a hole. Oh. You do not get sucked oh. in. You get compressed by gravitational waves. Sure, sure. Resultant effect is the same. Yeah? You're dead. So no, you will be alive for a very long time. Uh, because time is dilated as you approach black hole. Uh, to yourself as approach black hole, you will see to live forever. Uh, 
Lark, Lark comes over the, the comms and is like, um, I don't believe that is helping, Doctor. Please um, be mindful of your, <laughs> your facts uh, to those around you. Uh, thank you. Um, and we, we start to move out of, of our ship into the storage area. Um, we, there is a, a, a small amount of gravity here because of the, the station, but there's nowhere near enough. Like it's still, it's almost basically zero G. Um, and the, the storage bay is, is quite large. Um, unlike, um, Ajiri was, was warning, there should be, there should be bits and pieces here and, and stuff maybe floating and bumping into us. But what we find is, um, barely anything other than, than our ship is in this, this storage area. As we, we sort of make our way out, um, um, tethered together, I assume, um, I guess, uh, with with uh, Sajad going first, perhaps because um, they have I think they have zero G training. Um, no, they don't. But they're very agile, uh, agile. So unless anybody else wants to go first, Sajad will take the front. I'll go second. Okay, I'll go third. I, I really think Luga, you should bring up the rear as probably the second most experienced uh, space operative in the team. I think I'd feel more comfortable with one in front, one behind. Sure, sure, whatever you say. Thank you, Captain. Let me reorganize. Um, Hellstrom is like, well, this this is not what I signed up for. This is this is we're going to get a bonus for this, right? This is this is something we're gonna. Okay, um, sure, yeah, no, this is great. And you just hear Sajad like laugh at him. Um, we we move across the the. Um, there's storage bay um and there are there are two doors there's like a one either side a, a north and a south and east and a west it's hard to tell um we any preference going left or right always go left always go left okay cool um we head over to the left um and sajad um like is who's behind her was it was it ajiri in second in the queue yeah must have been yeah. yeah all right so so she takes up kind of like a cover position and tells you to press the pad like you open the door sort of thing and there uh, yeah there is um no need for a bypass this is this is supposed to be an internal door um and it slides open we were hoping for like a rush of atmo to to come out but it just slides as we do, we sort of see like, you know, like a t-shirt float off into the bay. Um, advanced. Yeah. Uh, larger than I thought. Um, okay. We advance into the next area and you can see there is debris and stuff. Um, and um, who, why don't we make um, an observation roll? What, everybody? Yeah, everybody can make it. And we'll okay. we'll see who gets Ooh. like the most successes. We'll go for that way. I like playing a find. Zero. <laughs> Two. Any advances on the bar? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing for? I had so many dice. Four. Four for uh, I'm good at like two things. And no ones, right? Nobody rolled a one. 
Okay. No, I rolled two ones. This is where I like, okay, we rolled a one, which means we, we have a panic, um, which means we need to roll a d6 and add your current stress level to it. Yep, current stress is, is zero. So. D6. You're all right, as long one. as you don't roll a 12 when you d6. Oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. one. All right, so yeah. you you do have a little moment of, of like stress, yeah, which is probably because this is definitely not how it should be going little bit little bit um but you keep it together there's nothing to worry about um we open I, I'm, I'm taking a point of stress here yeah um yep. and um uh Trabikowski, you spot um just in the in the wall um and you you look up because perhaps like you had noticed starlight or light coming in here from a an odd direction um you follow it down and you see and, and it's just like the trajectory of of like um meteor like micro meteors like perforating this section of the station from from one side up down to another just ask me some more questions if you want um Sorry, can you can you repeat? My brain just glitched on me. That's okay. So so as we're we're sort of moving into this second st storage area, place we thought that we were hoping would have Atmo, or at least give the in, uh, indications that up ahead there would be somewhere that would have full sort of Atmo where we don't have to stay in these suits. You notice as everybody's sort of piling in, up on the ceiling there's a, a cluster of little holes in the the ceiling. As you kind of look down, you can almost, being an astrophysicist, like it, you know. Passage of micrometeorites yeah, has gone through. Gone through this section of the station. So this entire, is this the spindle or are we we're in the. Quite up on a spindle. Yeah, we're up, we're, I think, up around here. Dr. Ejiri, we have a problem. There has been passage of micrometeorites through the spindle. It looks like uh, we're going to be without atmosphere in this section for some time. We will need to find uh, an area the micrometeorites arrived or did not pass through. And since they appear to have come from there and gone down through there, I would say we are looking at at least several floors without atmosphere, maybe also without normal gravity and power. Okay, yeah. good spot. Um... Yeah, well, we'll continue our way because the station will have procedures to to shut down areas when that happens. So <clears throat> it can't be the uh, whole am I able station. to work out what sort of angle the micrometeorites were on? So I, I can work out whether it's quicker to go up or down yeah. to get to the most clear space. I mean, I think from from the angle of of the the meteors, the the station's probably been quite lucky. Um, it, it's probably just caught this at the main point and the edge of like the main wheel. Um, it might even have just grazed the outside of the, the main wheel. And unfortunately, this storage in quarters deck was just the worst hit. Um, so, uh, yeah. It, it... Okay. So, uh, do a little bit of maths on my PDAT. Right, okay. Uh, actually, it's not as bad as all of that. Uh, looking at impact point and external impacts, I would estimate that we can probably go up one floor and there will be atmosphere or should be atmosphere again. The wheel, the hub, and this area has been most affected. 
I can show you the orbital dynamics if you want. Uh, fine, Jarakovsky, I, uh, I believe you. Uh, yeah, I think it's best if we do that as well, if uh, Sajid agrees. Just, you know, I'd like to get some security insight into this. Um, I mean, she looks around a bit and is like, um, I, I looked at some of the security procedures, like the safety procedures we should probably make towards the, the central chute. Um, it's going to have a, a number of places where they'll bolt, lock down. We can make our way through, even if we have to go down a couple of EVA ports and should find Atmo soon. I'd, I'd rather follow the security process. If they know we crashed into them, they'll be expecting us to follow that kind of procedure to come down there. So yeah, we, we'll, we'll proceed that way. Right. Um, they um, they direct ahead. If we go if we go through this next room, there should be uh, access to the central chute. We can follow that down until it won't let us go any further. Um, that is down towards prison and workhouse, yes. Yeah, we should probably get to the to the causeway. We should get to um, that as well. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it won't be. The, should um, we not make upwards for command and control? We could get to like reception and sciences up there. Uh, right up the top is the wellness deck, um, and then Dang and then right at the top is like operations and and stuff. We could head up if you prefer. I would advise we go to operations. Because... Why don't Drabakovsky and I go up to operations? Yeah, we can get up there, check out the systems. I can check the systems. Drabakovsky can check what's going on with the, the black hole. You guys can find people nearby. I think that sounds sensible. I know uh, we're in touch. So, yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, like clearly some people need some help here. This, the, this looks like you know, it's taken a being. So mm -hmm. we can assess the situation from operations, but then you guys get down those, get down that tube to see what's going on. Then I think that would probably be best. Yeah, I think it's uh, the best way to cover more ground. But uh, I can't reiterate, be careful. And I'll, tug, I'll tug on my That was, that was more directed at Drabikov. I know, I know. But, <laughs> but Luke is feeling a little bit like, yeah. What were you going to say, oh. Simon? I'll tug on my little tether uh -huh. and say, am I going with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Navarre as well. Sorry. Well, you know, I am attached to Dr. Ejiro. Why don't we swap then? Okay, here you go. I'll, I'll unclip and throw it at Ejiro. Dr. Navarre, you with me? Um, so, so just for clarity, what's the plan here? Like, Ejiro... Going we're going to, to split the party because that's a sensible, uh, well-rounded and intelligent yeah. thing to do in an alien cinematic. Well, now, uh, we don't is... know we're in an alien cinematic. When you say operations at the top, yeah. that's where Luger wants to get to. Okay. Like computers, readouts, that kind of stuff. Figure out what's going on. Ditto. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Luger is going to be leading Jabakovsky and uh, Hedenstrom. Mm-hmm. And then myself is going with uh, Sajad, Lark, and Nevaeh. Okay. So is um, is Hellstrom going up then? Yeah. Has he got any operational experience? I'll, I'll say. Have you got any operational flight experience? Um, uh, systems engineering? 
Um, maybe it's more sensible if Lark goes with you and Hedenstrom. Is it is it Hedenstrom or Hel Hedenstrom? Hedenstrom. I think Hedenstrom. I think Hedenstrom should come with us. Um, I probably should keep an eye on Hedenstrom. Really, I don't really want him out myself. Isn't Hedenstrom the frat boy one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's the frat boy. Um, Just make sure they don't um, stick him in one of the cells. I'll say as I walk off. Yeah. Okay. I'll, we'll he, take Hedenstrom. He instinctively and, does that. Um, okay. uh, Lark can go with you because I think Lark might also be more useful for sort of a comms operation thing. That is a good decision. That is a reductionist and stereotypical thought. However, it is the correct box to place me in, uh, says Luck. Um, as they are feeling typecast as a synthetic uh, who can commune with computers. Um, all right. So um, we split. Like, um, Sajad leaves us to the, the central stalk of, of Everos um, and we, we split. We have this. The central central stalk of the the um, station is zero G still, so we we literally have this kind of reverse as, as some folks float up and some folks float down. Um, um, as it is is closer, I wonder if I could just. <coughs> oh no! Are you okay? People are people are suffering with uh, coughs in my house. Um, as soon as it's closer, I think we will go down first. Uh, let's see. So we're heading down from um, food and supply. We're going to drop down. Um, you've got an option uh, to, um, as you get to deck F, um, you can move out into the um, the sort of, what is it, like... Um, um airlock style kind of move out of the the central core and into the the main kind of ring or you can carry down further to the main concourse um what's the choice what, what do you fancy i think we should carry on down to the main concourse yeah okay. um here we go all right um so so we we sort of move down to the main concourse um this um this is the, like the biggest kind of area of of Everos station um and we we are slap bang in the middle as we we move through um the the sort of um system we find that there is air present once we we go through like the the zero g and the personnel locks and that kind of stuff and move out of the chute um once we're in like um atmo uh we can take our, our eva suits off and maybe move around a little easier or we can stay in these big clunky suits and possibly terrify whoever we bump into i don't know it's up to you um, yeah, I'd, I'd take mine off. I don't want to be walking around in it all the time. Mm -hmm. Seems clumpy, cumbersome. At the very least, you can like take the helmets off, remove the gloves, put them in a, a net sort of bag kind of thing, rather than yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and we take mine off. We take it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm tethered to an empty suit in a bag. Well, yeah. Tied to a wall. Yeah, just hang it up hereby. Like you don't have to ditch your your suits around, but you know what I'm saying. Do you want to? There is a mechanical penalty, so to speak, if we stay in the the suits all the time, um, and I don't want to force that. And upon now you. I'm 
I'm I'm getting old. I can't be walking around in a suit all the time. So. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. So we we spend a moment or two. We we sort of get slightly comfortable. Um, we've got um, we've got an option. Um, we can go um, so kind of out on one of the the long sort of sprues um, to what's uh, signposted as security muster point two. Or we can go to the assembly hall and then um, make our way through like the the main concourse and the um, causeways. Um, Navar, I'd like some insight in yourself now. Do you think we should go to the muster point? That sounds sensible to me as an agency. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll head on over to the muster point and uh, hopefully there's some people there, or at least uh, maybe some sort of obvious comms as to where else to go or find people. Okay. Um, should you add at the front or the back or um, lurking? Where do you want her to be? I'm going to basically bump into her mm-hmm. and then and then and then say I'm a bit nervous. I'd feel much better if I had you know something. And she taps the PDT she's put on your wrist and says, "That's all you need, old man." And maybe I'll maybe I'll roll my seven dice and suggest that's not all I need. Oh, okay. We're gonna do a little bit of manipulation. Um three. All right. Um no ones, just three. Um is that is that what we're doing with manipulation? Um, oh yeah. So she gets to resist this. Gets to roll. Whatever. Did you ever hear this or is this like whispering? Oh no, this is this is we've just agreed we're gonna go somewhere. You just set off in that direction. Yeah. I've just bumped into uh, right. Sajad. Suggested that I was feeling a bit nervous and acting mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, not panicky, but on edge, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. So, how many successes did you get? Three. Three. Oh, okay. Great. So, I rolled, I only have three dice for this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I rolled two successes. Oh, got it. Yeah. She's gutted. Um, she's not going to hand over a shotgun, though. Um, no, I wouldn't expect it to. That would be stupid. Um, she she crouches down, um, and pulls out of like a boot, um, this this knife. You know, it's not it's not a crocodile Dundee knife, just a you know a boot knife. Um, and she she flips it over her hand. It looks really cool, kind of thing. The way she does it, um, like. Pointy end towards the the convicts, yeah. Yeah. Just just be careful. Okay. I thought he was asking for drugs. I thought he was asking for drugs. Doesn't have drugs. It's like uh, she doesn't have drugs. drugs. Webb has drugs. She doesn't have drugs. Doesn't have drugs. Oh yeah, of course. So it was maybe some sort of secret agenda we didn't know that like Never like like Sajid's a dealer and Never's like an addict. We've never seen a marine with any drugs ever. Yeah. What do ex We just do, don't really? know what they do. <laughs> I know. I, you know, if I was going to write a book, uh, I wouldn't put a... Yeah, cornbread? cornbread. <laughs> that's, that's, maybe the cornbread is the stimulant. Maybe the cornbread is the stimulant. That's why it's good for you, boy. Um, eat it. Um, right, okay. She doesn't have any drugs. So if that's what um, Navar was no, fishing for, no, um, she no, doesn't Navarre have it. She, she just has a, like a, a short knife 
Um, yeah. She hands it I over. I thought to she you. might have like a little side arm or something like that. She, she's not. Gives you a sharp stick. She gives you a. Probably has got a side arm, but she's not going to give it to you. No, <laughs> yeah. once, one, yeah, only being it by one success wasn't going to get the very far. Was it? Yeah, she's definitely like uh, not giving you her a shotgun. Um, no, and didn't she, mean a shotgun. Yeah, she's definitely not giving that. All right, so um, that would look really suspicious. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as you as you head um, towards the muster point, um, and you move towards there, does um, a jury have? You were saying they have a a CBRN hit, yeah. don't they? Um, as you move forwards, um, you can hear like the tick, tick, tick getting faster and and louder as you get closer and closer to the the muster point. Um, um, yeah. up to stop the others mm-hmm. is this ticking like into dangerous levels or is it just like I'm aware that it's getting more but it's not um, it's unusual but it's not dangerous um, it's 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 like a weak radiation which mm-hmm. to you it, it's definitely like up from from uh, like ambient radiation even in this close proximity to a, a black hole um, mm. and as you you sort of um, like you judge the 20 odd meters you've moved from the the, the chute to mm-hmm. to this part of the um, security check the muster point it's rose very quickly in those 20 meters like mm. this is this is part of your job, really. This is a concerning thing for for Jiri. Yeah, I think uh, we should we should probably hold off. I say there's a Navarre Radiation levels are getting higher, coming from over that direction. Sort of gesturing towards the master point. I'm not so keen. We should continue. How, how much further are we? Is there in this route? This in this area? Um, as in, as in before the next. Bulkhead on door or um so the signpost here and and sajid's kind of mental map of the the station you'll go through the security muster point out to um causeway two which is is like a transparent kind of um walkway um out to junction that connects up to the comms tower on h so this this security point um probably no more than 10 feet but there's another uh not feet 10 meters uh, but there's another 10 15 20 25 30 but there's another 50 50 meters till we're out on a uh a comms sprue oh. um meters of cause an accident in the factory i mean you're the eggheads so i'll go where you and she just sort of waves a shotgun around. Um, I've got a detector as well. Did you want me to wander a bit further and see if it if it increases at the same rate? Uh, yeah, that's sensible. Check there's not actually an equipment malfunction. Okay. All right. Okay, so we'll progress together a little bit. All right. So you both kind of um, advance forwards um, towards the the doors of the muster point. Scroll up this PDF this way. Um, 
and yeah as you as you make your way um further and further towards the the muster point the the radiation goes from like should probably not hang around here to uh are you sure you want to be here um and then and then maybe like you do the, the you know your eggheads you, you scientists you do the the kind of maths in your head and you, you're like then about 10 meters yeah we sh we will be taking we'll be making virulence rolls against radiation in a couple of um steps i love the uh, markings on your detector though are you sure you want to be here? <laughs> you, you clearly don't know many scientists because I absolutely know people that would put, yeah, put a sticker on a thing, a little one of those little label makers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sad faces on this this section of the the rats. <laughs> Tears further up. The melty face all the way round. Yeah, um, yeah. Nevers, I think we should uh, go another way or. Um, is there anywhere else to, to, to head to further down? So so we we walk, uh, we turn around um, and we head back towards um, the main bulk of, of the station. Um, mm. We head down to a, a place um, called uh, Signposted the Assembly Hall. Um, and we push on the so, you know sajad pushes on the the door to to open up um and we we see uh Trabowski yeah. and luga moving up the uh the central chute of the space station um you move through like uh a couple of floors to head up to um um from uh food and supply um there is uh, how far up are you going you're going all the way up operations. to operations and you're just going to forsake the other pieces on the way um, well if we see activity on the way up we might stop yeah, but our, we... our initial goal is operations yeah because from operations we should be able to contact the entirety of the station mm -hmm. hopefully okay. and press big buttons big buttons is what i'm after you want to press all the big buttons okay so, so we come from um, we come from uh, our where we we were at deck E. We come from deck E. We move up. The next one is is like signposted um, reception and sciences. Um, 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 there is. Do, do we know from the schematic where the mother is? The mother, I believe, is... Um... Mother is on operations. Yeah, it's on, op it's on B deck okay, thought, operations. I thought it would be. I thought it would be, um, yeah. So, so deck D, reception and sciences, there is... It's noted here there is an astrophysics lag, visitor docking port, VIP bay, um, and parts storage um, are up on this... Um, and this is probably Storage. where you were you were originally aiming for. Um, yeah. This is, and so you've just come down a deck below. Um, uh, it is, um, it is registering, you know, habitable. It is, um, you know, positive um, um, for oxygen and. Um, yeah, you can see as you kind of go through, like the hatches, the, you know, the the lights are on, 
Um, you continue up the chute. See, can we see, like, like if there are little windows or ports, can we, like, see anyone moving around inside? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, maybe. Because we're not, we're not in atmosphere yet, are we? We're in a... No, you're you're in the, the chute kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There the would be, like, had there not been a... Um, a micrometeorite strike then it this wouldn't have would vented be. yeah it would be, would be pressurized yeah yeah the, the bulkheads yeah. and that kind of stuff to to prevent sure. the other people dying because of one section being um vented yep. have kicked Sensible. in i know right well and Tani make some good shit yeah let's see how you all jumped into that uh and agreed <laughs> um so yeah give me an observation roll either you or um or both do it yeah both do it uh Nothing, nothing for me. Uh, what were you doing? Two for me. Excellent. Um, excited that. Um... Oh, and I got a one. Oh, okay. Yeah, make a panic roll. Which was another one. Oh, okay. No, no panic. Just, just a bit stressed. No panic. Um, all right. So, so looking through, you can see into the area that's that's labeled um, uh, VIP Bay. Um, just a glimpse as you kind of push yourself through. Um, you can see um, in there is um, one of these EVA pods, um, these like bright yellow things. And normally you'd see them sort of nipping around outside the station doing, um, somebody would be doing sort of like um, repairs or maybe just quickly moving equipment from one section to another rather than moving it through the, the central shaft kind of thing. Like, especially if it's considerably bulky, you know, that kind of stuff, moving things around, um, storing things on the outside of the station, anchoring things like that. And this, this EVA pod, as you sort of push your way through the central shaft and glance through it, you can just see it parked um, in what would be the VIP bay, the, the sort of main area um, no people, uh, lights are on, um, and yeah, you, you glide up, you head towards the next deck, which would be labeled, um, wealth and, uh, health and wellness center. Lark is like, um, perhaps we should stop here. This would be where MedLab and, uh, uh, other folks might be, be mustered if there's a, an issue. We can always return if operations yeah. is not available. Yeah, we'll I think be coming it back down. It's most important to get to operations first. We may need to check on stations maintenance. Yeah, I want to talk to the station mother. See what's happened. Uh, Lark doesn't like uh, rock the boat. She just continues upwards. Um, Starts rolling up a magazine. <laughs> suddenly, she's she's actually an illegal combat sim. Um, and now you're all dead. She's eating some Greek style yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting um, ready. So we um, uh, we push through uh, up to what is labelled Operation Decks, um, um, and we uh, we get to the uh, the, the Ike airlock station of um, the shoot. Spend a moment. Um, you can see that there are. Um, um red emergency lighting flashing on this deck flashing and you know those sort of like 
That's not good. They, no, this is not meant to be mm, what it is. Those little, the little rotatey things. Yeah, a couple of them because yeah, it's yeah, 80s yeah. kind of thing. They, they're oh, going yeah. off, um, flashing around. And um, there is Atmo. I press my helmet up against the window. Can I hear anything? Um, very, very expanse. I like it. An, an elephant squealing? Um. So we we pre- we sort of listen out for vibrations um, and that kind of thing. Because um... if there's atmosphere in there, we'll be able to hear alarms. Mm-hmm. And if there isn't atmosphere in there, we won't be able to hear alarms. While he's doing that, I'm going to just message a jury to say we've got emergency um, lights going on on the control on the ops deck, just as a just as a little. You know, touch base, nothing like a text message more than anything. Yeah. Um, okay, let me just All right. So you you sort of rest your head on this this wall. Um rest the, the point of your, your your helmet on the wall. Um uh you do get like this sort of Thrumming alarm, um, and I would also like you to make an observation roll. Uh, one, two, three, but I got a one as right. well. Um, yeah, make a um, make a panic roll. Oh, I needed to add a panic from the last one as well, didn't I? Yeah. Right, how, so many, how many stress are you on? Two now. All oh, right. But I only rolled a one again on my panic. Um, Did we get stressed while I was away? Uh, no, you didn't. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm just not sending any messages um, secretly to anyone. I promise. <laughs> you can take headphones off if you want. Oh, yeah. I forgot we could do that. Goodness. Yeah, everybody take your headphones off. Apart from apart from Ben, um, all right. I was about to take my headphones off. Gosh, I've not done this for a while. Ah, oh, join me, chat, in remembering how to play Alien. Um, right. Okay. So as you you sort of press your head to the to the wall, um, and you, um, you 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 can hear this this throbbing alarm that's going off. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um. um and you you sort of lean against it um like you can hear um almost inside yourself this steady beating um in your ears a thumping rhythm um that can be the that can only be the enormous throbbing heart of darkness um it starts singing to you calling to you um and wherever it is it wants you to find it it's this heartbeat throughout the station you can put your headphones back back and join us forgot about i forgot about shenanigans thank you yeah i love taking the headphones off but it's great because i'm like uh oh, what's going on <laughs> helping by making stupid faces um so yeah um you can hear the the alarms that are obviously going with this pulsating light from coming from um operations deck which is obviously some sort of like 
we'll put all the alarms up here, but we won't warn the inmates in case they get angsty. Kind of thing. Um, I start cycling the airlock to... Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Slow down for a moment. There might be people who need help. Yes, I'm sure there is, but we need to advance with some caution because there is something strange. Empirically speaking, there is it's very difficult to detect. There is partial atmosphere maybe beyond this wall, uh, but I think I'm still there is, in my suit, so I'll be okay. And but, yeah, if people are inside, they may be oxygen deprived and therefore acting in unusual manner. Also, there is something something going on with the station. I am picking up some kind of torsional distress by listening to the wall. Sound very odd. I'll, I'll look at Lark. Uh, we were warned this might happen. Uh, um, Jabakovsky, I think you're suffering the effects of the black hole. Remember, they said in the safety briefing from a jury, yes, yes. I mean, I, I even I heard the bit the about briefing. the mental stress. Uh, I have been nearer to more black holes than many people. Lark, I'm sure you have. Lark sure says have. with the most calm and passive voice, uh, extended exposure might accelerate current exposure. Uh, Luger is correct, Drabowski. You should perhaps practice the calming breath techniques we discussed in the safety briefing. Um, once we find hey, stations, medical officer, we can prescribe you with some medication. That's why don't we send? Why don't we send Lark in? Trained psychotherapist and android immune to difficult brain brain stuff are we me. sending luck in because she is psychotherapist or because she is android Doesn't well she can help people if we all rock up all three of us in armor and they're suffering stress no, okay they and might for, react. for helping yes and that we will be we'll be shortly behind lark we'll send lark, lark how do you through feel about this suggestion as uh it's not as a synthetic, I, I... It's not really up to Lark, sorry. <laughs> it's the, I think it's the best thing for the mission at the moment. Lark, Ish, medicus. Lark nods. Uh, as a synthetic, I have no um, apprehension about this situation. I am bereft of emotion. That is why I've been programmed with the psychotherapist protocols. You also have the most ability to resist, like, crazy people. You know, so classification of patients is a, a protocol I have been. Uh, they're very strong, Drabakovsky. Look, just this is the best, I think, option. If, if Lark is they go in first, we'll points. follow. We'll follow shortly behind, but okay. like a, a passive presence might be a better one rather than us rocking up in suits with guns. Okay, uh, Lark takes off their EVA suit so they don't look like they're. You know, they don't breathe. They didn't need it. They just brought it to make everybody else feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, um, and they're there in their, their like flight suit with, you know, psychotherapist written on it. Um, they go through the, the operations airlock. Um, and are you, are you like going to follow them in or are you going to wait for them to close the door and come back and report it's all fine? Uh, I think follow in bit, a bit behind, you know, I'm not like, oh, seal the airlock, see you later. 
it's like let's go in and 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 open the other side of the airlock and then let Lark go out first. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll wait in the airlock. So if things are bad, we can <laughs> shut the airlock and go back. Excellent. Little I'm pragmatic. Of, I'm a trawler captain. A little bit of <laughs> um, space experience going on here. Okay. Yeah. So we um, we get into the airlock. Uh, Lark takes off their EVA suit. Um, they head forwards. They move into the the operations deck. Um, comes out into in like the main operations area. You have to kind of do this sort of walk around. It doesn't face the main kind of entrance. Um, you see her kind of go in. She walks out of sight. Um, and um, Ajiri Navara, the the doors open onto the to the concrete. I love I love how Pete keeps laughing. Like I can just keep you hanging. That's great. Great. Uh, I love it. Um, you you open this door onto the to the main concourse, um, and um, you uh, straight ahead of you uh, is this large assembly hall. Um, this is um, this is where you should be able to. Um, Normally would be like roll call for the inmates. Um, uh, the it's where you would perhaps have the Joes and um, who are the uh, workers yeah. um, who would the, the repurposed as the what am I trying to say? Repurposed as the guards. guards. Thank you very much. That word was hard to remember. Um, this is where they would sort of meet and and escort people to their work details and that kind of stuff um um and as you you open it up um it's empty it's just just quiet um you can see um the the radiation counter on here um still ticks up in the same way it did uh in the other area um and it's labeled like um left over towards um Terminal one, uh, which has got a, a, a hangar deck, and I think uh, let me double check um, um, some emergency cryo sleep, some uh, cargo base, uh, bulk storage, that kind of stuff on that side. Um, right is to uh, bulk storage, um, another hangar deck, um, more personnel ev- uh, areas, and that kind of stuff, um, and then. Um, Above, uh, like straight ahead, is the Joe's sort of um, uh, storage repair bay for the the correctional officers. Um, the the Geiger counters in your CBRN they are still ticking. It is this whole place must have like a low level kind of ambient radiation. Something has breached somewhere, but it's not concerning right here. They are. Kind of expecting we'd have found some people by now, especially there's an atmosphere down here. Um, well, I think you, if if they've locked up all the um, prisoners and you've got the Joes, is there? Um, and we can't get to the security area, which I assume is where they have all the information uh, regarding what prisoners are down uh, down there. Is there any consoles in here? There's, there's like generic access terminals. They might not get you into like the the full mainframe, but but they'd probably give you like 
some status updates and that kind of stuff and like directly across the assembly hall is the, the station for the joes um okay i'll just try and access something to try and to to and try and find out when the last time the uh, terminal was accessed all right sure yeah make a contact roll um i don't have contact so i'll just use the other thing uh, i'm trying to find where it is now uh contact 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 okay um oh two <laughs> i only have three dice oh um where are we? let me find no that's not click click So as I don't actually have contact, I wasn't expecting to roll to get much information. I was really just looking for how long it's been since someone accessed. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get but I think. No. All right, so, so it has been accessed um, not so long ago. When we, oh, in the PDF. So when we, you, you sort of log in, it, it's the basic level. Like this is, this is probably potentially a place where um, inmates can access. Um, you don't have like security clearance and that kind of thing. So it, it's just the basic kind of thing. Um, and Navarre is probably not expecting to get much out of it. No. Um, however, you are slightly shocked uh when um a, a sort of log pops up um, um and it's um it pops up and it it says um uh a timestamp 85 9 15 uh 13 21 hours uh, mother locked me out of cronus network files did download logs from Cherion. Black hole singing, data to decrypt, um, and data is not like data. It's da slash tu slash ur, and there is a number of of like um, sort of you know when a, an emoji or something can't be displayed, so it just puts those little black boxes. There's a, a bunch of them uh, in between it all, um, and this this flashes up on screen. Um, and then the screen sort of glitches after you you look at it, and it goes back up to er um, Erebus Station uh, login. Please prevent, please present ID uh, um, and PIN for access, kind of thing. Um, have I seen anything written like that? Have I seen anything that's been categorized like that? Um, it looks like. Um, I mean, you've probably done them yourself in a lab. It's like a, a personal log. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody's, somebody's kind of uh, forced it to present on a, a terminal. Right. Okay. Um, and, and can I see who did that? Is got, there a name attached? You to got two, two successes, didn't you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you, you sort of flip over into. Um, like a DOS prompt or something, yeah. um, and um, like query what the last the last message, last display was, um, 
and you go up and it it's um linked with uh clerk c-l-e-r-k-e clerk um id code uh, you know blah 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 um protocol three right okay and it looks like um it's a bit it's a bit hard to decipher but it looks like this is somebody who is they've programmed it to to push this message out okay so i'm gonna bait i'm gonna um get tetsu to come and look at this call him over oh what have you got and basically i'll just show this i'll just show you the screen is it still on there so the message isn't no um you've okay. just got the, like the dos record like it's run a oh. thing as somebody's locked on logged on okay uh, it's run so a thing to push right. this message so clerk, out. So clerk has so so clerk, who we know is is the person our contact on here, on this base has basically look, uh, got a message up, something to do with the um, the black hole singing, um, and mother's locked him out. Okay. So, okay. Um, uh, but he's downloaded some data. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Are you able to access the data singing? Well, I mean, it is, it is, you know, it's a Xenos, you know, whatever the life form. And, and singing could be just how he's described a phenomenon yeah. that he doesn't understand. Yeah, it must just be something like, um, I mean, you get like radio I, I transmission bursts that come from pulsars. Yeah. It's got to just be something like that. My only issue is either mother is compromised or clerk is compromised. Um, well, given the briefing we had, uh, Maybe we should suspect that perhaps Clerk is compromised when we right. were seeing those high radiation levels. Yeah, but if Clerk is in the top of the, um, if the other party meet Clerk, yeah, I don't know if we can communicate with them. Oh, I'll try and raise them on a on a com. Mm -hmm. As you um, as you sort of try and radio through to them, uh, you both hear like this. I mean, it's pretty, pretty weird, right? It's like this sort of growling cat noise, like meow, echoing through one part of um, the concourse building, like echoing through the, the atmosphere. Once it kind of ends, sort of ends in this like meow, sort of noise. And then there is almost, almost as if it's um, pitch shifted down. Um, and maybe like a whale kind of noise replying or sort of taunting. It calls back kind of like, and then there is a, a thump, like a huge sort of, if you were wearing mag boots to keep you on the, on the plate, yeah, yeah, yeah. you mm. can feel it through. Um, and then the, the higher one again, just kind of goes, and then there is there is a clattering and stuff in the in the deck. Um, is this from outside where we were just before? Yeah, so you can hear them echoing through. So if you're in this this assembly area in the middle of the um, the deck uh, in the assembly hall, you can hear like the the louder noise kind of echoing through from your right, and the the lower pitch shifting noise. Um, through the the left on the other side, they they both kind of reverberate round to each other. 
All right, so they're both sides. Yeah, one either way. Nice. Yeah, one either way. Um, what message do you send up to, to Luger and co? Uh, Ajiri? Um, Luger, we found a log left by Club. It's a, a little bit strange. I think maybe uh, it might be a bit wrong in the head, like uh, like we were warned about. Uh, message is a little bit unusual. Uh, so maybe keep your wits about you if you find Clark up there. You're on mute, Clark. Um, am I, mute, am I able to? Am I able to answer? Is this a live transmission, um, or is this just a like I did earlier on? Yeah, I think it's probably message point to point okay. kind of message kind of thing. So you can send a, a message in reply. Need to, or you can just acknowledge like received. Weird how. Cool. Oh, uh, emergency tra emergency beacons up here in operations. Um, and as we we sort of finish this, um, as it's uh, eleven p.m. BST, uh, um, we we I would like I would like a jury uh, and Navar to make uh, an observation roll. Mini maps open. Um, uh, I got a one and a one. All right, make a panic roll. Uh, right, remind me. Two d six. Add your no one d six. Add your current stress level. Okay, which is none, right? Uh, no, roll two d six. Go for it. Yeah, add them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just that. So I got a three on my dice. Okay. So I'm all right. But does that mean my stress is your now? Stress one, is yeah. definitely gone up because there's there's crazy cats making noises. Um, how did you do a jury? One success, and I rolled two ones. Uh, so I roll up my stress first. Yeah, roll a d6. Add your code. Two plus one, three. Okay, so you you both managed to keep it together. You're looking down these corridors and that kind of stuff. Um, you've both got one success each, yeah? Yeah. Um, as you, you sort of look um, quite low down on the, the wall where the, the ventilation kind of shaft um um the ventilation shaft um perhaps in your periphery you thought it was just like a, a tape or something hanging from the sides didn't click that it wasn't flapping in the wind you just watch as it it almost looks like this this tendril this this root perhaps mm -hmm. retracts into the um into the air vent disappears thanks very much for joining us tonight <laughs> this has been Garblog Games. My name's been Millie. Ah! It disappears into the vent. Yeah. This is a great station. I love it. Awesome. I love it. There's nothing bad is on here. There's an angry cat. There is a whale. There is <laughs> no people and um, an angry tendril. Uh, what day is it? It's Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, what are we going to do tomorrow, folks? We're not going to play Starforged, unfortunately. Um, I can't make it tomorrow, but we will play on Thursday instead. So uh, what are we going to do Wednesday night? Is it? Once upon a time in the old world? Is it? Yeah. Is it? I mean, the moots. I think so. We, people nearly died to a door, I heard. I mm know -hmm. oh, that was um, back when we were 
still on the riverside. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not up to date. I just podcast it. I'll, I'll admit uh, that. The elf took a rest um, because Dan was at an Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> That's what I know about the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good effort. Good effort. All right. So the, the, once upon a time in the Old West, um, tomorrow night, 2030 still? Uh, nine. Nine, 2100 BST. Yep. Excellent. Um, mm-hmm. And do we have uh, Garbalag North America? That's on Thursdays. Oh, I'm so confused at what day of the week it is. <laughs> so Thursday, we've got Cyberpunk Ooh. Red, uh, Night City Highs, and that's the finale. Ooh. So last episode of that. Yeah, Dan's uh, probably going to kill us all by sending us up against an entire gang with just four of us and none of our fighting people. Yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Good, I like it. Um, and then is the Garblag North America? Yes, there is. Excellent. Um, they had a scheduling mix-up glitch change last week, so I don't know what they're on this week now. I want to say Starfinder. I like Starfinder. Let's say Starfinder. Because they did... Acton Cthulhu like last Acton week. Cthulhu. So I think it's Starfinder. They do Swade last week. Oh. They did a Savage Worlds Pathfinder last week. Oh, did they? Which is oh, coming yeah. to the podcast soon. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll chat to Matt about that. <laughs> Insert North America show here. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Um, and, um, and then it's Friday. Yep. Monster of the Week. That's what Pete's miming. Oh, okay. I was like, two He's words. playing TTRPG. First um, word, squeeze. <laughs> Second word, er, squeeze of the week. <laughs> Monster of the Week with the Anson verse. Yep. Naya's running it again. So Agent yeah. Anderson will um, only be an NPC this week Excellent. if he's there. <clears throat> the week's word, Naya's um, running it. Agent Anderson goes, you know what? You kids just go break stuff. And then we do. Excellent. That's always a good thing to do. Um, um, and uh, don't forget, over on the Patreon, you can grab. Yeah. Ruins. Ruins. It's issue. there right now. Issue two. I love it. I love it. And if you listen, if you haven't listened on the podcast, you can, you should, because all of the podcasts have got like a lovely promo <laughs> at the start. And that was really good. It's really it. cool that it does that. I know. It's awesome. Um, yeah. But if you're wondering why we're just rambling about all the things, you should come and see us on the Discord because uh, there's a wonderful community of folks there. Um, we talk about all kinds of things all the time. Um, today, oh, yeah. we were making um, imaginary Magic the Gathering cards fueled by uh, an AI. AI. And um, apparently, I'm a human wizard, uh, but I'm not sure. Matt is a zombie. Um I'm a goblin. You're Peter Goblin. Uh, I guess that I didn't need an AI computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the clue's in the name, isn't it? I was it? going for orc. I was going for orc. Come on. <laughs> and Ben is a wizard as well. I was also a wizard, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. A little bit upset by the human thing, but, you know. I, I, no, I took it as a good confirmation. Like, oh, no, really? I am? Excellent. <laughs> Phew. I thought I was a synth or something. Um, <laughs> like, uh, Dan, one of the Dans is a sorcery uh norm is an instant <laughs> it's great it's great all different things uh um, very cool yeah there's a zombie wizard in there yeah but come and join us on the discord um and if you have missed any of our shows um you can find them all on uh youtube 
um they are uploaded at the weekend you can have a nice uh content drop enjoy everything and um leave a comment there's a significant back catalogue of alien if this wets your whistle oh, absolutely we've got um the frontier war yes we've got for uh, uh, for the queen destiny's edge Desolation, LV832 and Desolation's Edge. Oh, LV832. What Lies Beneath. What yep. Lies Beneath. Yep. Um, and a smattering of other sort of one-shots and bits and bobs as well. Uh, yeah, Ready's Prospect. There we go. Indeed yeah. Now. Excellent. Yeah, they're all on the, on the YouTubes. You should check them out. Um, and there are maps and things on the disc, uh, on the Patreon as well. Um, there are. Yeah. Uh, Please stop me before I continue rambling because uh, it's getting late. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Join us next week. Uh, join us tomorrow and join us next week. Just come back. Miss you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.